Josh Matavese, thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. <laughs> no worries, Jake. Where's mate, it's, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you. I know, it's been a few years, hasn't it? I know, yeah. Um, I think the last time i seen you, it was probably... I think it was here, actually. Yeah, Pemmin yeah, Sevens. Yeah, yeah, Sevens, yeah. yeah. You were playing for the Eggs. What was that? What's, what's, I think it's got to be like 2010. Yeah, so that's good 11, 11 years ago. Yeah. So you, um, you were... I was in France then. Were you? Yeah, because I had two weeks off. Wow. Uh, so I came, yeah, played, I played, uh, played for the Eggs and then played for Camborne the week after, so... Yeah, I just came down. No one knew that I was going to play. So. <laughs> it's I got in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think Jamal was the same when he. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to yeah, play. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to play, but no, too good not to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you went from Campbell and you played at uh, Mounts Bay, didn't you? Yeah, I went to Campbell. I, I went to Mounts that. Bay. Um, didn't have. It was a tough season. We got relegated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just a massive jump. Um, obviously playing men's rugby at Campbell. I think it was at Western Counties. Yeah. And then going into National League Two was. A big jump yeah big jump yeah and uh for what 17 18 yeah 17 and then luckily after that because i was still at college uh they picked me up and uh went to the chiefs so i was quite lucky with that nice but um no i enjoyed my Bay. it was good yeah good bus trips and you know really good players playing they them, did man and they got it, it was, a couple of pirates boys didn't they way ahead of their time yeah um it just wasn't very sustainable no. i don't think it was pretty much by the best players around and yeah go from there which you know resulted in them folding yeah, it was a bit unfortunate, really. Um, so from there, then you went on to Chiefs. Yeah. And then racing. Yeah, went to racing. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Out of the blue as well. So I pronounced that wrong. Going to racing. Pronounce how you want. Yeah, it was cool. It was out of the blue. Um, Rob Rob Baxter extra uh, told me that I wasn't going to be wasn't going to be needed the the season after. Right. And then within the next couple of days, I had a, an offer from from racing. Uh, just went to him and said can I go because I, I had to be released early yeah um, and he was fine with it which was great because he could have been he could have been an asshole with it and yeah, you yeah. know put, dug his feet in the ground but he's he seen it as an opportunity for me and uh, that's good that yeah, yeah grateful for that yeah, yeah always be grateful for that and uh, so then yeah how was France then how was that for you like transitioning into obviously you, you don't know I'd, well, I assume you didn't know much French. No, I didn't. Not Campbell uh, School. No, I took French. I, t- I did take French at school. But did you? Did you? It wasn't the lessons I went to. <laughs> so, yeah, it was tough. It was it was a tough few few first months because, like you said, I I went those injury covers. So I arrived on a on a Tuesday and I was playing on Saturday and right. I still kind of didn't really know the calls and yeah, it was a little bit all in the air. I was just kind of backed. I backed my kind of instinct and just to play rugby, whereas. The more obviously you know, the easier it is to to communicate to other people yeah. what you want and how you're going to run and the moves that you want called. So yeah, yeah, definitely. As I got as I got more involved there, and the more I got to hang out with the players that are French, um, it became easier. Nice, yeah. So it's just sort of slowly easing into it, and then you just sort of adapt to the culture, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. we we had to do lessons every Monday, like it was compulsory for foreigners to do to do um to do lessons but I actually learned way more just on the beers and coffees <laughs> it was so much better yeah. like, just the slang relaxed yeah because yeah. you wouldn't speak formal English if we were hanging out would we no so it's all like the slang words and, and yeah. stuff like that that I learned way better than uh than the lessons so um from there then you went up to no you went back to Worcester well, I was at Worcester yeah, Worcester, yeah. so Anna, Anna got pregnant with Lanny so yeah. for us it was 
we don't want to be in a foreign country. No. So we're like, should we just head back? And uh, luckily, Racing signed Jamie Roberts. Right. So it was like kind of worked really well. Oh, that's great, so yeah. I was able to get out of my final year and, and head to Worcester. Um, and yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, great club, uh, facility-wise. Uh, one of the best clubs in the country, facilities. But, you know, results, I think, over time, you can see they're not the... They're not the greatest of always around the bottom, which is unfortunate because it's a town that's built for rugby. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, yeah, just don't get the results. No. Like, yeah, why is that? You always get those clubs that just sit around that sort of yeah. fringe between like Premiership and Championship, don't you? I can't put my you, finger on it. Yeah, like Newcastle were at it for yeah. a while. You had like Leeds when they yeah. were up there. Um, yeah. I completely agree with you. It's, it's, it's a tough thing to. It's a big jump, though, going down. Isn't it? Like, oh, sorry, yeah. coming up either way. It's yeah, whoever huge. normally goes down comes straight back up, don't they? Yeah, is a massive gap. Um, but that year, that year at Exeter when we went up, it was like we felt that we had the firepower to yeah to go. And we, I think we went unbeaten until could be wrong, maybe March. So we was unbeaten the whole, minute off the whole season. So we had a lot of confidence. We yeah. had a lot of players that played prem. So we were. We were in a good space, um, and then yeah, so yeah, nice. So and then from there you went to Wales, didn't you? Yeah, I went to Ospreys. Ospreys yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was um, again timing was good. Um, that looked like it was good fun. That I got. yeah, I probably played some of my best rugby there. Yeah. Um, so I had injured my hand at Worcester like, for the second time. So I had, I had a plate and some pins put in my hand, and I wasn't going to resign at Worcester anyway. So right. uh, Dean Ryan, who was there at Worcester at the time. He said, "Like, why don't you just go back, uh, get back home now? Because you're not going to play." So I, I was able to come home. And me and Anna set up home in Newquay, and had six months there. So it was perfect before the season started. So you've got a place down here now. Yeah, well, I live. Yeah, I live in Newquay. Oh right. So yeah, I, I pretty much commute. So oh, yeah, I commute to Bath. Yeah, I love it. Mate, that's wild. yeah. How long does it take you? Two and a half, three hours. But yeah, I'd rather be at home. That's class. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise yeah. that. I thought you lived in Bath. No, I got a flat there, but I, yeah. it's something that I don't, I don't really use. I just, I'd rather be at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you've gone from Ospreys up to Newcastle. Yeah. Um, did uh, Joel join you when you were there? Yeah, Joel was with me at the Ospreys. Oh, uh, out of the Ospreys. Yeah. Oh, right. So it was cool because I obviously got to share experience with him. Yeah. So. Uh, also as well he he got to live somewhere else so he, he wasn't in each other's pockets all the time yeah but um, that was cool just being able to work with him daily was, was good and then see him grow and and, see him, yeah give your yeah, knowledge on him yeah exactly like, yeah. and then the Ospreys was great because obviously players like Dan Bigger Reese Webb uh, Tipperick uh, Alan Wynne Jones you know these guys were all there so I was like big names that yeah, got loads just, of experience yeah and just being around them all, all the time yeah you pick up loads of stuff from them um, off the pitch, on the pitch, um, yeah, I, was, I really enjoyed my time at the Ospreys and Wales. Like, well, Wales in Wales, basically, that is a rugby country. They're mad, it? is it? Yeah, it's like mad. they love it, don't they? Yeah, they absolutely it, love it. Yeah, they like, Dan Big calls it a fishbowl because it is like you're literally if you play rugby in Wales, you're it's just such a small area, but yeah. Like you say, the country is manic, <laughs> and it's great. And it's awesome. It's nice to be in a place where, like you say, rugby is the to main. be a Wendell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if you lose, obviously, then you, you do get it in the neck. Do but you? Yeah, it's 
and they're not afraid to tell you which is yeah it was an eye opener and then uh, yeah lucky enough a hero straight back again sort of <laughs> yeah they couldn't give a shit really <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed Wales um, just because I, I, I hardly got injured there so I played I think I played like nearly 90 games in three seasons so I was just racking up the games yeah which was great because we get to go to like a place like Munster Leinster yeah playing against like Johnny Sexton and all was, was awesome um, nice. Paul O'Connell um, so yeah that was unbelievable and then had the yeah, opportunity with we were playing Newcastle I was, I was I suppose we were playing Newcastle in the European game and Dean Richards just rang out the blue and was like oh would you fancy come to Newcastle and Newcastle wasn't really renowned for being a great great club because obviously like you said they're on the fringes all the time yeah so I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to Newcastle because I don't know if I want to go back in the champ. I don't know if I want yeah. to be like scrapping it again. Yeah. Um, they fell back down. You'd end up sort of like you said. Yeah, I just fight again. yeah. And I was I was in my prime, so I was like twenty six, twenty seven. So I didn't really want to chance it. But he he, it's still pretty early. What he wanted, how he wanted to play, um, and financially it was great. So I was like, talked to Anna, you know, about moving the kids um, from Swansea. So that was like Lanny's second, well, that'd been Lanny's second second move. So it was just like, okay, we'll go to Newcastle and loved it. Such a cool place. Yeah. The, ter- the tune is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're pretty mad up there, aren't they? Yeah, I don't understand what they were saying, but like, <laughs> just like this, the city was so cool, um, good vibes. And yeah. then like 10 minutes you're in the sea, um, 10 minutes you're in the country. So it was like, yeah, that's good. it was amazing. Nice. And Although it's so far from home, like it was, it was nice to have Joel there because it is a slice of home. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah you could just talk Cornish, like talk, uh, talk the way we talk. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got, and that would have been good for him as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Especially being as young as he is and yeah. having his older brother there. Yeah, and he's English qualified as well, so like for him, is a chance to go to an English club. Yeah. Rather than a Welsh club, obviously, but. Oh right. Yeah, that worked out really well for him. Yeah, that's good. So from there, you. Back down at Bath. Yeah. Um, didn't you go there to their academy when you were younger? Yeah, like when I was like 13, 14, my uncle Frank, he was the head there. Head oh, of, was he? Yeah, head, he was academy manager. But I didn't go there for like, you know, like half terms, Easter holidays, summer holidays. End up like running water for the first team, like in their training. Yeah. Um, but it's just so funny how it's all come like full, full circle. Yeah, yeah. So Jamie Roberts moved and I came in for Jamie, so it's just like... Again, what happened like literally like yeah. six years ago, sort of the other way around, just swapped. Yeah, man, that's crazy. But yeah, Bath's good. Like, location wise, where it is, it was really helpful because, like I said, I can it's I quite can, central, isn't it? Yeah, I can live yeah. in Newquay. Um, it takes me a couple of hours to get up, it's close to Bristol, so yeah, it's got a lot going for it. Again, it's a rugby town, they're rugby mad there. And I don't really, I didn't realize how big of a club it is. Everyone seems to know you play for Bath because, yeah, it's such a huge club. So, I'm very lucky. To, to be in that position yeah no that's cool so um, obviously going back to your grassroots then starting at Camborne um, what was that like playing for Camborne as a young lad yeah that was my goal yeah that was what like, me and my brothers wanted to do was play for the first team yeah so growing up like, the, the first team were, were our, our like idols were like oh my god yeah you know, know. running out the tunnel we're like oh I want to do that when I'm older <laughs> and then obviously getting to play for Camborne then was was unbelievable yeah. I couldn't believe it and then it just happened so quick I was like 16 17 I had to get like a note from the old man to play men's rugby because yeah. I was so young 
Um, you couldn't scribble it down quick enough. No, nah, it's just trying to wait. You yeah. know, I was waiting until October till I was 17 so I could play men's rugby. So it was like, yeah, unbelievable. And then my first game was yatting away up in like Bristol area. It was hanging. It was like a car on fire on the <laughs> road. It was like in a state in Bristol. I was like 17. I just got living daylights kicked out of me. Yeah. But um, that was good. It, it definitely helped me prepare for, for men's rugby because it's so different to... Yeah to age group stuff just getting in that environment isn't it that's yeah. a big thing as well yeah adapting to like from like teenage lads to men it is men isn't it like yeah. they, they work Monday to Friday they, yeah they want to release their anger on yeah. a 17 year old kid which is what you know they did every weekend so so um like with the old man then he, he was like a big influence for yourself for, yeah for going on and playing rugby to the best of your ability yeah I mean he, he wasn't like ever... Because he played for Fiji. Yeah, yeah, he played for Fiji in the 80s, but he was never forceful. He was never like, you're going to play rugby. It was like, we loved rugby. And it was it was, it was was like, I don't know. So you know when like Wimbledon's on, we'd all be playing tennis. Hmm. And then like some would play cricket. So like whatever sport was going, we'd be playing. Yeah. But it just happened to be that rugby was, that's all we wanted to play really. And yeah. Because that like, is that just like his presence of like being a rugby guy? And like having it like I don't know it's, it's probably just like it came natural for us so like oh, yeah. I loved going out on a Sunday morning for the million juniors meeting up with my mates from school outside of school playing rugby yeah um, I'd have a ball with me around school because um, like um, like we played a bit of county rugby together when we were kids at yeah like 16 or whatever and like growing up for your age groups you always have really good hands like and like ball skills so like you said playing cricket yeah. tennis um, like you played county cricket as well yeah. as a kid and we, we played it together didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we <laughs> used to open the bowling down the back and he was like yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know if do I was that the, good do you remember when we went to Taunton Taunton yeah, yeah is that, it Kings that was class Kings, yeah. Kings, good times yeah. but um, so obviously playing different sports I think that's quite important playing different sports and developing your like, your high hand, um, yeah. Yeah. hand eye coordination yeah um, just developing your skills really yeah in all sorts of sports because you don't even know you're doing it do you no. like with cricket and stuff you you know you're obviously catching the ball but then you've got to hit the ball yeah with uh with another object so like getting your eye in there um basketball is the same um played mixed netball volleyball um so it literally was just tucking into everything yeah. but it, it was never like forced it was never like it was never to be good at rugby it was just because i enjoyed it yeah yeah and then like i'd with the old man would go with my brothers on the weekend to Camborne but we used to have this old man used to drive this dodgy van just so we can get like tackle bags yeah. bags of balls in and we'd just play loads of games and it would be like me versus Sam but it would be like yeah pick up one handed was that um, quite a bit of comp- like a bit of rivalry yeah like, we hated each other yeah I, hate, I hated him like that's not like over exaggerating because like, you're such a similar age yeah, yeah I hated him I hated him being in the same group of friends like our friend circle was the same oh was it so it would be like for example playing cricket we'll play cricket on the Saturday morning, uh, Saturday afternoon but we used to have this mate called Paul and Dave their brothers um, come pick us up but I'd say I'd say to Paul can you pick us up at half past ten but I wouldn't tell Sam oh. and then obviously go cricket <laughs> and then Sam would be like oh where are you be like, oh cricket because you didn't want to hang around with him oh. but then like the next week it would be like him he would do the same Yeah. so it was like just competition and then we obviously didn't want to hang around with each other but like the older we got the more you grew up yeah we're actually real close as uh, a three yeah we're really close yeah um and yeah going to the world cup with him in japan was awesome because i got Mate. to room with him yeah, so like class. just like how how 
apart we were and then how close we are now is, yeah. is good so what was life life like growing up in Campbell with your three brothers then uh, two brothers I loved it like uh, until you move away you don't realise how I don't want to say shit because it's not shit because it's my childhood but how rough it was yeah, yeah. I didn't realise yeah like we had lived on a council estate in the council house but uh, we just thought it was class because we had kids there the same age as us yeah. so we'd be out all day no phones being a kid yeah just being a kid, yeah. on the bikes yeah. skateboarding down the field with the ball you know so 90s kid yeah, yeah absolutely best times but then when when I take my kids or take my take Anna there my wife and we're just like fuck like, yeah. this is rough as we're at like where we live yeah but it's, I wouldn't change it because it's it's not rough for me because I know yeah, 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 yeah. I know everyone yeah. there so it's just like oh yeah. this is normal <laughs> but like you can see like my kids are like oh the hell is this place <laughs> yeah. lock the doors lock the doors yeah but yeah I oh, know I'm grateful I, I love living it's love... made you who you are I suppose yeah exactly yeah. and like I still have the same group of friends yeah. now so nothing's changed so, like, no. they've not changed either with with my success of rugby and I didn't expect them to which is great you know they're, they're not in it for the wrong reasons no which is, which is perfect yeah no that's great good morals there um, with like transitioning um, from like amateur rugby to professional then what is that change like is it a bit of a shock or is it like because you know you turn up on a Tuesday in a, like most teams yeah, yeah. train Tuesdays, Thursdays play Saturday yeah. back to work Monday yeah. whereas um, in a professional environment what is like what's the routine for it's like uh, the best way to describe it is like um, imagine being a big brother so imagine like a camera was watching you yeah, yeah. so you know easier, you know when you say if you work all day and you mm. go home you have a beer you eat what you want yeah, yeah there's yeah. no one, like, you don't have to come in a certain weight the day after or <laughs> or like you don't eat to perform at your yeah. job do you so whereas like with rugby or with a professional sport you you're constantly thinking about is this going to help my performance is this going to like aid my recovery so like, when I go home I can't just go oh fuck I have a pie and chips or pasty and chips or fish and chips I will but it won't be like every day it won't be like yeah. I'll just whatever's in the oven whatever's in the freezer I'll dig up it's like you literally have to plan and it's like you're constantly like fuck if I if I have a beer will I be able, I won't be able to go yeah. to sleep properly I won't be able to perform tomorrow training so, so it's like calories or exactly yeah, and it's, yeah. it's always you're always like fuck is is this what I'm eating okay this amount of carbs this amount of protein this amount of fats and it's boring but with the way rugby's going you need to do it you, you, you just miss out yeah, yeah. And you, you'll miss out on your contract or if you I suppose if you don't give yourself that bigger best chance of getting the best out of yourself yeah. you can't win it yourself for not performing can you exactly and, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably the best way to describe it is always imagine there's someone watching you yeah. like a camera so like you always have to be on point with your nutrition um, your sleep you know not playing too many video games um, also as well just like spend time with the kids yeah I do what do you play I'm rubbish on Fortnite. Oh yeah, yeah. I play Fortnite just more social. See my mates. Yeah, but uh, they're all into COD, but I'm, I'm crap. But I only get like <laughs> I only get like twenty minutes, half an hour a day, because uh, just the kids are just like, can we can we watch Netflix? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't play too. Yeah, I can't play too much. I just give them the headphones. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's so, probably the best way to. Describe. So what does the week look up like? Look like through like from Monday to Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So if you so if you say we come off a game on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Sunday is like active recovery so it'll be like pool um, massage sauna uh, bike like a light spin so there's always something you didn't just sit on your ass all day yeah. and then Monday you're in 
kind of the same again in the mornings. You're trying to move, get the body right. It's still sore. Because you're going to be sore, aren't you? For yeah, yeah, days. you're going to be sore. Especially if you had a big game. Yeah. Um, get a lot of the meetings done on a Monday. So, right. like, we'll watch back the... We'll get a clip sent to us on an app and then right. we'll watch that and then again come in Monday, review it. Um, and it, I, I enjoy Mondays. It, it, get, it does get brutal. Is yeah. a lot of criticism. Honesty. Yeah, and it is. And it, it's to your face and I like that. There's no pussyfooting around. Mate, they do it here. Like, I love it. Like on a Tuesday, like the camera's out. Yeah. And like... You can't no hide. hiding. No, you can't There's hide. There's no hiding. And you do something wrong and you're like, no, no, it's definitely his fault. And then you're like, yeah, that's definitely my fault. Yeah, but it, it brings out the best. You yeah, know? and, it, and you learn from it, don't you? Exactly, and it's for the right reasons. It's not to have a go at you, it's no. to try and make the team better, which is, at the end of the day, what you're trying to do. You're trying to get a result on you. Exactly. Um, and then, so we'll do some review stuff. So the backs might do a review while the forwards are doing weights, and then just flip over. So, and then a bit of food, and then the Monday, day, Monday lunchtime, we just normally I walk through. So we'll go through some of the moves that we're going to do for that next week. And then Tuesday is our heavy day. So Tuesday will be like a forward unit session while backs are doing weights. Right. And then flip over again. So backs unit sessions, forwards doing weights. Um, bit of food, a preview. So we'll watch who we're playing. So right. for example, we're playing Chiefs. So watch their tendencies, what they try to do, how we can try to exploit them. Um, and then that's our big session of the day. It'll be like a lot of contact, a lot of on feet couple of hours um, yeah that's that's the big session and then Tuesday I'll, I'll drive back to, to Cornwall um, and then Wednesday's my day off so I'll try to try to do something whether it's like a walk or get in the sea yeah let's um, keep the body moving um, drive back up then Thursday night uh, Thursday morning sorry Thursday's our quick day so we're quick so if you're in the 23 you've yep. got a real quick like powerful power based gym session right straight into the field all your attacks done, get to work, get home. Right. And then Friday team run, Saturday play. So you only really do weights twice a week? Then? Two, three times? Uh, two, three, three times. Three times a week? Yeah, so you do lowers Monday, uppers Tuesday, power Thursday. And then if you're not playing, then you've got Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. Yeah, you get smashed. <laughs> you don't want to be in the non-23. <laughs> you absolutely, you get ridden. Yeah. So like... Um, you know, you just touched on like analysing the other teams. Yeah. Because you've played for a couple of Prem teams now. Yeah. Um, do you kind of know a little bit about, do they have to change what they go through every no, season? Because um, you're like, oh, I know what they're going to do. Uh, like, it's, it's so weird. So like the Chiefs have had the same call since I was there. Oh, really? But you've still got to stop it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't all, know if they're going to call it or not. But you can, you can yeah. hear them calling it, but it's, they've still got to, oh, right. you've still got to stop them. Yeah. So for, it does really make a difference anyway. Everyone in at the minute in the Prem is doing the same thing. Right. So it's just trying to find where you get those little like half percents, one percenters, but it's the team that prepares well in the week. You know, there's a lot of boys that do a lot of, they do hours of analysis. Um, Have you like found that like in the last 10 years, rugby has developed so much like professionally yeah, and like the game in general, like the way it's played, how fast it is, um, like physically. Yeah, physically is the probably the, the one where I can see the most. Yeah the most gains because everyone's just getting bigger faster stronger so then you've obviously got to catch up catch up but then yeah. also as well you, you're handling like my ball skills are going to be on top because trying to I'm trying as well 
get another little dimension of my game yeah. where I'm more selectable than someone else. So if yeah, I can yeah. if I can still be big and win the game line, but I can still pass the ball, you know, pretty good, then that's that's quite good for you know for me personally. But I'm just trying to get better, and then if I get better, then hopefully the guy next to me can see that. So we're just trying to push each other all the time. Yeah. But we're lucky at Bath because we've got so many international players and star players. The environment's very much. What's um, what's Cocker singer like to play with? Because I I think oh, he's, he's huge. Like, I think he's brilliant. Like I think he's quite underrated. I know he's yeah. been playing for England, but no, no, yeah. I think he's quite underrated. So he's six six three six four, but yeah. he's like, he's one hundred twenty kilos. So he's like nearly nineteen <laughs> stone. <laughs> On the he's one of the fastest players in our team. Yeah. So he's no. He scored at the weekend, didn't he? Like yeah. he just took off. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably as fast as Anthony Watson. So that's how quick the guy is. He can move because he hasn't been playing that long has he no he's still young I think he's yeah. 22 23 yeah. so. but he didn't take it up to like his late teens <laughs> he's so big it's crazy I don't think he knows how big he is no but yeah we're, we're so blessed because we got like um, it must be quite nice to have someone like that outside you've got you. him Jonathan Joseph yeah. Anthony Watson uh, that's a hell we're of a match we've got Roy McConaughey he's went to World Cup with England Sam Underhill Tulupe Falatau maybe just it's ridiculous yeah and, it, and it's good because um, I, I see it as that and I, I just always see myself as that kid from Campbell so I'm like oh my god I get to play with Anthony Watson <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and uh, whereas yeah like they're actually my friends now well, yeah. I hope they are anyway I hope they are that would be shit if I wasn't but <laughs> nah they're, like, they're, they're guys that, they're guys that have always got time for me yeah and I, I still act like a sponge because those guys They've played the World Cup finals. They play for the Lions, so I want to pick up as much as I can because then it's beneficial because I can hopefully pass it on to someone else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, like you, I remember watching, um, you did like a little, was it a bit of a podcast thing with like your your other brothers about yeah, yeah. health? Yeah, um, and like you, I think you touched on like reflection and stuff. Yeah, um, like do you how are you like finding reflection during your career? Do you try and reflect on the times that you're like say you got a good win at the weekend do you try and reflect on that or do you just try and like move on to the next because a lot of a lot of it is all like no next game next game yeah a lot of it is and I've got better but like like you said a lot of athletes are very much next week yeah. right, I've won that I lost it right yeah. what's the next one yeah, yeah. it's like whereas I'm starting to enjoy it I'm yeah. starting to enjoy those moments whereas like if Slow we win down a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually sit in the moment stay in the moment talk with the boys about the game um and just enjoy it like yeah. enjoy for what it is because I know in I don't know how long four or five years time it's going to be done and I don't want to look back and go like fuck I actually didn't stay still I just went always went next job next job so mm. I feel now I've got a real good balance of appreciating what what it is yeah but then also as well just being as well being task task focused so knowing, knowing I've got right there's a big game next week and the week after that but also just realising what it is like it's a game of rugby yeah at the end of the day yeah exactly I've been yeah. doing it long enough so yeah, yeah. just enjoying it with the people that I'm with remembering why you did it exactly yeah get yeah. falling in love with it again which is which is important yeah definitely mate um, what I was going to uh, touch on as well was obviously being down here and we talked about it earlier yeah. like, you know lack of um resources down here with especially with rugby where we produce some brilliant rugby players i think yeah like so if yourself um jack the, the dickie brothers yeah dickies um, i know 
Jimmy Stevens played yeah. professional rugby for right. what was it Leicester? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was a good player. Right? He was huge. Remember him? Like he just didn't mate, change from like last, thirteen. But last he? time I seen him, he had blonde highlights in his hair. But like you're big enough. You were scared. You were scared enough to tell him. He used to call him Buzz Lightyear. Chin at, uh, oh man, at, uh, at College, and he used to run away. From him. <laughs> and like used to hide in the change rooms on the, on, like, on the game day but oh, Jimmy's so, over I remember we used, to, we used to go to a Sunday 80s nightclub when we were younger it's called Twilight and I remember this and uh, Jimmy, Jimmy used to go all the time but Jimmy used to he wear long hair yeah he, like, but he used to wear like real tight because he was massive he was like yeah. literally the size he is now Mate, he was strong but, like 12 years old wasn't he, like, so he was, strong but um before he went, he used to go and do press ups and bicep curls. Oh, did he? Yeah, and we were just like, we were too scared to tell him, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, oh, yeah, really cool, Jim. <laughs> but, mate, he is unreal. Mate, yeah. He was such a good player, wasn't he? Yeah. And he's such a nice guy. Like, him and his family. Is, I know. remember playing um, against, he he went to St. High School. Yeah, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. yeah and we uh, played a game down there, and he beat us single handedly. Yeah. Just no one could get near him just strong he'd like hand players off and just yeah. throw them yeah I and remember. like this kid's like 16 like how's he doing that? yeah let's remember that I remember in our year year 10 or 11 yeah we we had this prop called Slim who was Pete Jenkins he's yeah, like yeah. a 28 stone yeah we just on a tap penalty give it to him and think he used to run over everyone yeah. Jimmy picked him up over his shoulders yeah and we just all stood just like <gasps> yeah I can just remember, I remember it like it's yesterday yeah. like we all just like oh shit how can he do that yeah I mate I remember he, um, we had a guy called Isaac, Isaac yeah. Fields, do you remember Isaac? I remember, in the break, yeah. And he was like so super strong, strong, super so strong. He guaranteed as soon as he got the ball in a breakdown, he turned yeah. over. He made, uh, Jimmy made him squeal, like he went over <laughs> to him and he made this like, <laughs> sort of oh. noise. And like, we all like looked at each other thinking, there's no way we're getting near that guy. <laughs> nah. no, he was but, so good, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was, he was a good player. Um, but yeah, again, so, you know, they do, we do produce some good players down here. Um, unfortunately, we don't actually have any full-time professional clubs. I know the Pirates are... are yeah. They're not a full-time... They are, they are, oh, they they are, are full Yeah, time. they are full-time. Like you say, it's just... Because I know some of them do have part-time jobs. Yeah, like some of the that's players. what I mean. So like, a lot of them are full-time and then some of them do have part-time. Because, right, okay. like you say, the there are a few cut funding. Right, yeah. Quite a lot of funding yeah, right. from, I think it's over a million pounds. So, you know, you're, you're asking... You can't expect no. to be able to sustain. No, and you're trying to ask people to be professional athletes on not a lot of money is is tough. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't blame them trying to get jobs. But yeah, I do feel sorry. I do feel that like Cornwall needs a professional team, and I think like they need that stadium, don't they? They need yeah. the stadium, mate. I think if if they get the stadium um, and the Pirates are playing out of there, it will give them an opportunity and like a platform to get into the Prem. Um, and I think what will happen with that is like the clubs around it will grow a bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. Everyone will want to get better. Yeah. Every club will get better. Yeah. You got that. You got football. So like that's another sport that's going to be good. And then you got yeah. you've got hospitality there. So yeah. People from the college who are looking to be chefs or you know work in that industry are going to get better. So it's not just like solely rugby. Like there's going to be hundreds of jobs available. Yeah. And then daily use of like meetings for for businesses to go to. Um, and it could, I just think it just help the county, you know, revenue yeah. economy will be be so good, and There's a, it's, it's, it's craving it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's craving it. And I, I I can't wait, and I and I hope before I finish there's that stadium because I would love to go to the Pirates and play, you know, yeah. in the stadium in Cornwall. It'd yeah, be, definitely. Be unreal. It'll be packed, mate. I remember when uh, the Pirates used to play at Campbell. Yeah, 
and like they'd have like four thousand people yeah it'd like, be jammed standing, yeah just coming from everywhere yeah go and watch them play against harlequins or yeah. Northampton, like Carlos spencer played yeah was, i remember watching that. yeah and i remember watching uh harlequins up at kenwin yeah when will greenwood was playing yeah like, that was a long time those, yeah <laughs> there's those sort of things but um but I do enjoy Cornwall though because it's got such a strong grassroots community. Yeah. So like when Penryn play Camborne or Penryn play Redruth, it's always a good crowd and it's still strong. Like many juniors are still strong. Yeah. And I, I really like that. Like they're not getting, it's not, I don't, I don't want to be sound disrespectful, they're not getting like bred off to Chief straight away. No. It's, they're actually staying and playing for their clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. It was great to see. Yeah, a lot of players don't tend to change either. It's like, that's their club that like I I've always played here, but a lot of players, no matter who they play for, they will play from minis all the way up through to senior rugby. Yeah, play for that team. Yeah, and it's uh, part of that a community, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So, like, obviously, you've gone on to be professional. You've got Sa your brother Sam and Joel. Um, your old man must be pretty proud of. Yeah, what you boys being able to go on. Doesn't say. Oh, well, he he started to, but. When he was younger, he was very quiet and he was very... I remember playing a game for Chiefs and I played quite well, but he was just like, oh, you missed this or you should have done that. And yeah. it's always like, fuck, it was never good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's a lot better now. Um, I think he just probably wanted the best for you, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he, yeah, he did exactly. i just seen it, obviously. I was just like, oh, fuck, I've never, never done anything good here. <laughs> I could have scored 10 tries. It wouldn't yeah. matter. He would have yeah. still missed that tackle. Yeah, exactly. He always remembers the stuff that you know you could work on. Um but now it's good. Like it's nice as well because, as a, as a group of brothers as well, we we know how hard it is to to be a professional athlete. It, we yeah. know how tough it is, but then I still think we're really good at knowing where we come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, Definitely, yeah. yeah I, I think that we've got such a good balance. And like, we, I was in Redruf on Saturday watching the sevens, and it, it just didn't feel like I, I went away. Yeah, yeah. Because there's still the same people there that I know. Yeah, and. They're still asking me how I am. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, 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 definitely. They're genuine people. Yeah. And I, I like that. I like coming home. Yeah. Things don't really change much down here anyway. No, do they, and so. I like that. Yeah. As much as there's a there's a, there's a a bigger world out there, also as well, like acknowledging where you're from and how lucky we are to to be here in this in this county is, is unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so what, like, what was it like um, at the World Cup then when you went to... Japan. Japan, yeah. Yeah, it was... Because have you retired from... Yeah, yeah, I finished. I, I I did the World Cup in 2015 and I did this one in 2019. And just the toll it is, is four months, five months away, oh, you know, and time. without seeing the kids around her, that's, you mm. know, that's tough. And for her to be just a single mum pretty much is a big ask, you know, yeah. doing school runs all the time, doesn't get like a break. Right. Especially when I was, because I was in Newcastle, so it's not as if she could just drop the kids off to, to her mums and dads. Yeah, yeah. Like she was literally had to on it every chew day. it, yeah, every day. No break, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as soon as I finished, um, I was just like, oh, I'm done, because it's not like playing for Fiji is great because you're playing for the right reasons. It's not a financial reward, so you can't say that you're playing it to get paid. Yeah, of course. Because you, you don't, you, you lose money, you break even. So yeah, um, to play rugby, to play international rugby for for the badge is, I I can't describe it. Yeah. Also, I love to also love obviously get paid, but that's the way it is, and yeah. I, I love that about it. It still keeps that that thing alive, you know, that little fire. Like, fuck, this is why I actually play rugby. Yeah, yeah. So that I enjoyed that, but then to do it with my brother was was great. Uh, 
because yeah, we can rip each other. Like it's so weird because it's not very often that happens though. Like three no. brothers playing professional rugby and then two of them going on to play in the no. World Cup. It's so it's so weird because like if I'm at Bath or we're from here, it's always like we're the Fijians in the team. So we always like something different. We're always a bit different than the other guys in our team. We've grown up here, but when we go to Fiji, we're like we're the English boys. And we're like the, we're like the white guys. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. And we're just like fuck. Like shit. I don't actually feel Fijian. I feel like caught like so Cornish, oh, Cornish now. Just so yeah. Cornish now. Yeah. But um, like, it's great. It's great. It's also as well. It's great to hook up with that my dad's side of their family and yeah. see see what it was like for him um, because like um, how poor Campbell seemed. My old man used to live in a tin shack with nine brothers and one sister. Yeah. And there wasn't any bedrooms in the village. Sort of, so yeah, yeah I, I've seen that. I witnessed it. Yeah. So for him, a council house in in Crofty in Paul in Camborne. Yeah. Must have been like a mansion yeah. because he was on a wood floor, <laughs> you know, like with a fire in the middle of the floor. And that's not yeah. even exaggerating. That's that's like I've been, well, that's, that's just the culture over there. Isn't yeah. It? And it, yeah. Yeah. I love it there. And yeah. It's great. And I it was so lucky. And then the kids came over as well. Yeah. So the kids actually got to experience it. They didn't just see the the palm trees and hotels they actually went with us and they were That's like cool. yeah they were they were blown away by it but they're also I think they they really acknowledged how lucky they are they yeah. appreciate it like oh that's good mate yeah especially for being so young as well yeah I think it's important as well I think it's important for me and Anna to show them how lucky they are because yeah. like they could they wouldn't have known anything else no, I suppose, exactly yeah. it's like you guys are lucky you got clothes on your back you got shoes yeah when you eat there's food in the cupboard yeah of course so yeah. no, we're we're grateful. I'm very grateful. Yeah. Um with like going back to um going back to like, you know, Cornish rugby sort of thing. Um not just Cornish rugby, but like any youngster that's like, you know, striving to be a professional or look into that. Yeah. What sort of a, like advice would you say that is most important well, what sort of thing is most important You've got to, enjoy to focus it. on? just got to enjoy it you got to enjoy it haven't you like I couldn't like with cricket I love cricket mm. but I didn't want to do it full time because I didn't love it no. I didn't like yeah, yeah. I couldn't commit to it as much as I could to rugby um, so it has to be like your life I suppose yeah and yeah. You, got, you got to want to do it like you can't just do it because your parents want you to do it or your mates are doing it it helps but you've obviously got to want you've got to sacrifice a lot yeah. so if you enjoy the sport you're doing mm. then it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. But yeah, I still I still enjoy rugby the same as I did when I was 10 years old. Nothing's changed. Look forward to Saturday. Yeah, I, I still get that little bit of stuff in my like, oh, okay. got a game coming up. <laughs> yeah, and like, on Saturday watching the sevens, I wanted to get my boots on and play. Did you? Yeah, and uh, nothing, like, the negative stuff never came, be like, oh, what if I got injured or what if Baffa? I just wanted to play rugby, like, it's just yeah, yeah. literally all I wanted to do. Like kids, the kid. There's a few kids walking past with the ball. But I'm just like, do you know what I mean? I just love being mate, involved in good. rugby. That fire's still burning. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when I finish, I'm going to be back down here. Um, so I'd love to get stuck into rugby when I'm here. I don't know if I'll set up my own coaching. I don't know if I set up my own business coaching or, but I'll definitely stay involved in rugby. Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely well, it's all I've known since. I was what eight years old, Camborne. Yeah. So, I've not, I've never had a job. So, no. this has been my P.O. <laughs> it makes sense to do that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm fucked if I if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to find a job. I don't know what I'll be doing. Go go and work up Crofty Mines. Oh, happily. <laughs> that's what the old man did. Though, yeah, he did that. Yeah, he did that. I think that's that was the thing going at the time. So, 
I think it was quite good actually. I think because all the rugby team played, so yeah, is a, is a good way to to uh, get involved. I think, and he did that. Then he was in the police, so he's had a lot of jobs. Um, but yeah, he, as well, he just loves Cornwall. He loves like what it stands for, the people, mm. um, that that community feel. I think is is yeah. great because obviously after he got paralysed, you you see who your friends are, and to be fair, yeah. the whole town came in and pitched in. They helped you, out. You had that. Uh, charity match didn't yeah we? we raised well over about 25 grand wow. and you know for 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 a town that's that's not the most wealthiest you know it just shows you you got a problem they'll all chip in and yeah. help out wherever they can yeah, yeah so yeah i love going back home like it's so weird because I, obviously i live in Newquay, but i'm a campbell boy so like yeah. going back to campbell it's like yeah i'll drive through if i go and see my dad Always go off drive the A30 through town and back on. <laughs> yeah, I always go. So, so if I see my dad, I always go like the long way so I can go through town. Yeah. And then I was like, "Where you come through here?" I was like, "It's my home." Right? Yeah, and then yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, you're right. You're nice <laughs> to see." You. She's like, "What the hell are you? What did you even say then?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh, just Campbell's like." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's like so Cornish, isn't it? Because yeah. like people from like Anna's Anna's like born and raised in Cornwall, and she's Cornish, but yeah. like. She's like, when you go to Campbell, and I don't understand Newquay a word Cam- that you're saying. Yeah, I think Cornish towns are all different. Like, yeah. you go down like it's Penzance, and there's it's different like, there again. Yeah, completely different. Not that you go to Penzance a lot. No, you I've been there. I haven't been there for ages. And yeah, no, no. You play cricket still? A little bit, not much, but um, yeah, just I'm gonna focus on doing this now. That's good, man. So, yeah. Remember you played cricket? Eh? I know. Oh, you were so fast when you were bowling. <laughs> oh, I remember, man. Because you used to go, remember you used to go training in Madruth? Yeah. At that indoor thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah you cr- and Ross Chadwick. Cricket centre of excellence. And they had like um, tennis courts inside. And if you bowled it on the line, it would come up and like hit you in the head. <laughs> Just a move, yeah, wasn't yeah, it, all yeah. the time? Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, I miss those days. Good times. Well, mate, thanks for coming on the podcast. No, thanks mate. for having me. I really appreciate it's that. It's been great. Thanks for your time. Um, yeah, like you know, obviously very well known in the Cornish rugby community, and um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of respect for you for what oh, you've done. Cheers, Dick. And, and um, being so grounded and being who you are, really. So, yeah. Cheers for coming on, mate. Thanks very much. Nice one. Cheers, pal.